Hi, my babies. I know you all love listening to my voice every week, and I love each and every one of y'all for tuning in with me, but I would be remiss if I didn't shout out Spotify for podcasters. They allow me to record and edit all in one app. They have user-friendly tips and tricks, and they really just make it easy for a new podcaster like me. So if you're looking to start your own podcast, or maybe you're just looking for a new podcast to tune into, I highly recommend Spotify for podcasters. Welcome to Pretty Girl Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Michelle, and whoever you are, I love you already. If you're new to this podcast, hi, hello, and welcome. Nothing is off limits here, and you can count on me to run my mouth on just about anything. So relax wherever you are listening to this and enjoy my voice for the duration of this episode. Good morning, my babies. I am doing another record and upload in the same day. My intention was to record this, I want to say I put it on my to-do list to do last week because there was a reel that I wanted to put with it. But the week just wasn't, I've had a very busy month at work and so I kept pushing it back, kept pushing it back. I was going to do it yesterday, but then my morning got thrown off. The devil was was working overtime yesterday morning but that's okay because those that follow me on my personal Instagram page saw that I had a good time yesterday I was outside with my best friend we were day drinking I promise y'all we the intention was to go to brunch at this um at this draft house that's right here by my apartment that was the plan okay that's not how the day went we we went, they had $5 mimosas, but then she was like, well, I want to get another drink. So we was like, okay, we're going to go off, go off script and get a different drink. So I think we ended up having two mimosas, three drinks. She stuck with margaritas, but I got a Texas tea, a, it was a frozen Texas tea, I think, or frozen tea. I can't remember. It was something like that. I got a frozen rosé, which was okay. And then I got a margarita on the rocks with her for one round so we had five drinks at our first spot mind you we got there like I think we sat down a little afternoon ish and it was pretty empty we went that was what we figured out yesterday too like you can't do Sunday fun day activities on a Saturday like during the day and I think that's what we were trying to do and we learned our lesson we still had a good time I still got fucked up I'm just now feeling like I'm recovering and I was in the bed by nine o'clock yesterday, but we were out from like noon to, I think I called my mama after I dropped my best friend off at her car around like 8.30. Yeah, we were out for a while. We were out for a fucking while. So yeah. Yesterday, we had a time, Chad. We had a fucking time, but I'm glad we went. Oh, I was going to go. I was going to tell y'all. So we had five drinks at the first place, right? That was from like, we were there from like 12 to like three, maybe. And then we're like, let's go downtown. So we went downtown. We went, we were trying to go to this place called Chapman and Kirby. um, If you're familiar with Houston, it was closed. And that's why, and that's what made us realize we were trying to do Sunday fun day shit on a Saturday. Because they didn't open until five, which is normal. Like that, most places open around four or five, like maybe three if you get lucky. So that didn't work out. So we went to this little um, hole in the wall spot, which was a rooftop bar. It was really cute. 
11 out of 10 recommend. The vibe was cute. The scenery was cute. The DJ was decent. The drinks were good. So we had a drink there. That was drink number six. Then we went to, I don't know. It, I think it was called the truck yard or something like that. But it was really, it was really cute too. Like it almost gave, and that's what her and I were talking about. It almost gave Austin vibes, but it was in downtown Houston. So we went from the rooftop bar then we went to the truck yard or whatever it was called. We got pizza from a food truck. We got another margarita. So that was drink number seven. Then my old trainer, he didn't have to go to work until late last night. So he was like, well, what are y'all doing? Whoop, whoop, whoop. So he went to this place called Parma. So we met him at Parma and we had another two margaritas and there was some other substances that were in the mix so your girl was lit yesterday and day drinking 11 out of 10 recommend like I don't I think I've ever done Sunday fun day the right way but I think it's because I be knowing I have to get up and go to work the next day but needless to say I love day drinking it's my new favorite I actually prefer it now um so yeah that's how my day has gone um weekly update Oh, y'all, I got a new job. Well, I got another job. I still have my full-time job at the dialysis clinic, but one of the nurses put me on with a part-time job that she has um, doing home dialysis, and I only have six patients. They all do dialysis at home. I don't have to do home visits or anything like that. I just have to check in with them like on a monthly basis, I think, which is fine because some of the reporting and documenting that I have to do for them, I already do for my full-time job, so it's kind of just just getting organized with the two. <clears throat> so that's the big weekly update. I think that's it though. Yeah, that's what's been going on with me this week. Um, Yeah, so let's get into the episode. We are going to be talking about adulting in my 20s, which is very on brand for the way my life has been going since I moved to Houston. So I don't recommend it. Like zero fucking stars. Zero out of 10 recommend. It's ghetto as hell. I feel like I'm learning more now that I live on my own as an adult. And yeah, don't recommend. I mean, I do like the freedom. I like being able to like come and go as I please. And with me being out of school and everything, like like I've said before, I don't have any like real responsibilities after work. So after I do my 8 to 4, 8 to 4.30, 7 to 4 some days, I literally have my whole afternoon to do nothing or do whatever I want. And actually, I think next week, one of my lawn sisters, she said she wants to go to dinner because we haven't had a dinner day in a while. So... I'm going to go do that. But I like being able to do shit like that. Like just go out during the week, have a drink or whatever. And that'd be part of my regular routine instead of just waking up in the morning and working out and then going to work and then coming home, eating dinner. Some days I don't even watch TV. I like I let it watch me and I literally will just lay on the couch until it's time for me to go to bed. And some nights I do need that. Some nights after work, especially like these last couple of weeks at work have been very busy. I've needed that. I've only had enough energy to do that. But now that my little busy part of my month is over, like this last week of the month, I'm 
I'm going to go do the most, I think. I really... And, oh, y'all, I'm in my bed today, too. Normally, normally I'm on my couch with my windows open. No, y'all, mm-mm. We are in the motherfucking bed. I made my coffee. Try to shake back a little bit. I need some meal prep and stuff this evening. But, anyways, back to what I was saying about adulting. That's the other thing. Like, every little thing that I do, like, it's like I have to keep myself alive. So... Like cooking and house chores and laundry and paying bills and all that stuff. I feel like all the minor stuff that I used to like consider minor when I lived with my parents is now like, no, if that's your responsibility, no one else is doing it. If you want to live day to day, sis, you're going to have to get up and do it. So <clears throat> I have a very productive reset Sunday kind of vibe that I need to get into once I shake back but yeah adulting is not it's not it's not fun y'all I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna hold you are there parts of adulting that I absolutely love yes and I'm not gonna lie like that I do having the source of independence that I have is great having you know being a responsible woman I think um is great. Like I know what I need to do in order to be an adult and how to maintain adult responsibilities. So shout out to my parents for that. But I'm also learning that failing is a big part of adulting too. And that could mean anything. Like whatever failure means to you or whatever you have your mindset to, like sometimes it's okay to fail the first or the second time. Hell, even the third time. But I'm learning that it's all part of being an adult. And I think that's the part of adulthood that I'm like zero stars, zero out of 10 recommend on top of the other bullshit that it takes to be a fucking adult in 2023. But I think failure plays a big part in the downfall of adulthood. And I'm starting to see that it's necessary. Y'all know I've made a whole episode over it. But I'm not. I'm starting to not let my failures define the things that are going right in my life. Like, I weigh my pros and my cons about everything. But for the most part, like, I can honestly say I am a blessed and highly favored individual. A blessed and highly favored 24-year-old woman in today's society. And, and that's only because I've learned to prioritize and reflect and bring to the forefront the things that truly make me happy, truly add meaning to my life instead of harping and getting upset and shutting down over the things that don't work. I'm starting to see that if it doesn't work, that must mean there's something else that's going to come of it or a different path that maybe I should take. And in doing that, it allows my anxiety to be a lot less um, active, I guess, in my life. Like, yeah, I'm anxious every once in a while. But for the most part, like when I just let things happen and kind of just go with the flow, I'm starting to see that I'm much happier that way. I'm much less anxious that way. I am able to see the world and certain circumstances for what they are without getting upset or like, well, I should have done this. Well, I should have done that. Well, no, you did what you wanted to do and you did what you felt like needed to be done. And whatever the outcome is, is the outcome. 
You know what I mean? Like, don't harp on coulda, shoulda, woulda, because if, if you coulda, shoulda, woulda, you, then you would have done it, but you didn't. And that's okay. Learn from it. Grow from it. Try something new. No one says that you have to have it figured out in your 20s. And I think for my generation, that's the biggest thing is like we all, I've starting like the world is starting to be very digitalized and like everything is on the internet. So everything you see on the internet is all like glitz and glam. And like I've said in a past episode, like the the internet is a highlight reel. People aren't going to put, well, typically don't put their failures on the internet because that's not fun to look at. That's not fun to consume. That's not even fun to share sometimes. So I'm starting to learn to be appreciative of the things that are going on in my real life and not what the internet says should be going on in my real life at 24. Because when I talk to my parents and we compare like them at 24 and me at 24, it's like, bitch, you're really doing the damn thing on paper. But are you like really living? Because at 20, 24, both of my parents were very heavy in their careers, but they were, they still were 20, mid 20 year olds. Like they did kid shit. They did what you would expect a 24 year old to do. So I'm starting to kind of adapt that ideology. Yeah, I have my shit together. And yeah, like I've got, I've got it together on paper. And for the most part, like I try to carry myself a certain way, but God damn it. Sometimes I just want to be a kid. Like I want to do little kid shit. I want to do dumb shit. I want to do stuff that doesn't make sense to everybody, but I'm 24. Like who cares? No one, no one says I have to have it all together. And for the most part, I feel like I do. So since I do, I feel like I can reward myself with acting my age. And <clears throat> y'all, my allergies are not fucking with me. <clears throat> but I think prioritizing being an adult at 24 years old doesn't just have to be like dress right, dress serious all the time. Like there are sometimes like I want to lack in my responsibilities. I might not want to do something one day or I might want to go out and drink all night after work. And the next day, like I suffer, but who cares? Like, no, who cares? As long as I still get up and go to work or even if I decide to call out, who the fuck cares? I do enough at my job and I'm responsible enough on all of the other days that if I want to take a day off, fuck it. I'm supposed to be going to my conference, y'all. My conference is literally... Shit. My conference is literally two and a half weeks away. Yes, two and a half weeks away. I dropped my um, gala dress off uh, yesterday to be altered. And I'm going to pick it up next Friday. And I looked up at my calendar. I have my hair appointment next week. I'm going to celebrate my man's birthday the week after that and we're gonna go get our toes done and then I need to go get my nails done and then pack because I leave on the 12th April 1st is next fucking Saturday y'all like that's crazy literally six days from today is a new month and man my best friend always says time is flying no bitch really March really has somewhere to go February was only fast because you know it's only 28 days but March came and went honey okay but anyways like my conference, now going back to that, my conference is in three weeks. I've already told my line sisters, I've told my mama because she's the president of the chapter. I'm like, look, listen, y'all, I've never been to New Orleans. 
so I'm going to do what a 24-year-old would do in New Orleans. I'm going to do what anybody would do in New Orleans. Yeah, I'm going to go to my conference. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to do the business of my organization. But listen, if I text you and say I'm going to the bathroom and you check my location and I'm on Bourbon Street, honey, look, don't question me. Don't question me. I did what I needed to do. I came and did and saw what I needed to see. But now I'm going to go enjoy New Orleans. Yeah, I'm, I came here for the business, but we're in New Orleans, honey. I'm not, I'm not wasting. I'm going to be in New Orleans. We're driving down late Wednesday night so we can all work on Wednesday. We didn't have to take extra day off. And we are driving because New Orleans is only five hours from me. So two of my line sisters are going to come here and then we're going to take a road trip. Um, So we're leaving late Wednesday. So we'll get there like early morning Thursday. Um, So we'll be there all day Thursday, all day Friday, all day Saturday, and then half a day Sunday and coming back Sunday, potentially Monday. So I'm not going to New Orleans for four days and not doing what New Orleans is known for. Like, I want to go on Bourbon Street. I want to have the food. I've never had, like, authentic beignets. Apparently, I miss king cake season. That was my, uh, the only other thing. Everybody knows I love shrimp and grits, so I'm definitely going. And, yes, I'm allergic to seafood. Y'all mind your motherfucking business. I'm taking two Abby pins. I'm going to give me some shrimp and grits, though. I want to drink. I want to go to uh, my best friend reminded me, Cafe, uh, is it Cafe Dumas? Whatever. I'm going there, too, because I'm a coffee. Like, I'm just going to enjoy myself because... It's not every day I'm taking a road trip to New Orleans for four days. So, yeah. Um, but I did. Yeah, here I go again with my little bullet points. I'm halfway through my bullet points and don't know where I'm at. Oh, so I get a lot of questions, especially, you know, especially from men. It don't even be from women. And that's why I say I feel like the women in my generation and even just the women in my life, like me and my best friend were talking about this yesterday, day before yesterday. Like I have such a good circle of women and like that empower me. And I would hope that I empower them in some way. And it's like, bitch, I have a whole career at 24 years old. Like, I don't know why, but for women or like the women in my life, the women in my circle, the women that I know, on and off the internet, like it's normal for us to have careers in our early 20s. It's normal for us to be chasing six figures before we're 30. Like that's normal. You know what I mean? But for the men that come into my life or like the men that are mine, it's like they really is just it, they're in awe. Like you have it going for yourself. And like <clears throat> even some of the men that I've talked to or have like approached me or whatever, they always say like, Ali, you have it all together. And I'm like, and I, I guess because I'm always so used to doing it that it doesn't seem like that. Like, to me, this is normal. Having a career and starting... Actually, I started my career at 20, 23. So I'll be 25 this summer. So I am have been working in my career field, like what I want to do for two years now. And it's all about moving up and getting new experiences within my career field. But like... To tell somebody that, oh, I have three degrees and I'm working in my career field and I am also going back for my doctorate, to hear that come out of a 23, 24, 25-year-old's mouth, for some people, it's just like, damn, bitch, really? Like, I want to be like you when I grow up. And I don't know, like I say, if it's just because I just had a plan for myself and everybody that knows, well, that is close, has uh, close to me, I've always said I wanted to be a doctor or have my doctorate before 30. 
I've always said that. I always said that I was going to go to school straight through my master's. Even after I switched majors, I said, no, like I'm going to lock the fuck in. I'm going to at least get my master's and then I will take a break. And it worked out because the doctoral program that I want to go in, um, which I think I've talked about before, I had to have two years post-grad experience in the field. So I wouldn't have been able to go back for my doctorate until this September anyway. So my plan is to apply in January of next year and start the fall of 2024 on my doctorate. And I think it's a two and a half, three year program, I think something like that. So it would still fit my, like my timeline for myself, doctorate before 30. But it's like, I'm enjoying this break. Y'all like, yes, I tell people all the time. Yes, I'm working in my career field, but I don't think a lot of people, or I know they don't because I don't talk about it. People don't understand what it took for me to even be in my career field. Because if it were up to me, if it were up to high school me, if it were up to freshman of college year me, I would have been a nurse at 21, 21 or 22. One of them. It would have been like my early, early 20s. I would have been a nurse. It would have been like peak covid I would be working in a hospital, doing the damn thing. Like if it were up to me, I would have started my career on my initial path two, three years ago. But that's not how my life was set up. That's not how my mental health was set up. Um, That's not what I wanted for myself. So I had to change paths. And in that, I found a career that I love. And I tell that to everybody. I'm like, I think... To me, it doesn't seem like a quote unquote career or a job to me because I genuinely love what I do. Like there are different specialties that I could work in. There are different populations I could work with. There are different environments that I could work in. And I genuinely just would love my job. Like when I worked with my homeless adults, loved them, loved their children, the only reason I parted ways with that job and those clients is because I moved. But I lo- I tell people all the time, I loved my job. It had nothing to do with the job, with the pay, none of it. I sincerely just loved what I do. And I was talking to my boss Friday and I was telling him like, I was dead set on not going back medical because I had such a bad experience in nursing school. And then with dialysis being such a unique specialty within medicine, I just didn't think I was going to make it. I'm like, yeah, I'm a social worker, but I also have to know what goes on on the medical side of things in order to better serve my patients. Like, I have to know somewhat of what they're going through, somewhat of their day-to-day life experiences to even be able to connect with them. And I was so afraid to do that, but I don't know, y'all. Like, I've fallen in love with it. And I was telling my mom the other day, I'm like, even if I were to switch jobs, like physical jobs, I honestly think I wouldn't be as afraid to stay medical. They do have medical social workers. They have the the LCSWs, which is the licensed clinical social workers, which everybody asks me, well, you're already working in healthcare. Like, why don't you do LCSW? I don't want to do clinical. I don't want to tie myself down to only being able to do clinical. So DSW allows me to stay within my niche, but still be able to try different populations, different environments within the social work field. And that's what I want. I want that continued flexibility. Like I went from 
the homeless population to healthcare. Like those are very two, those are two very different populations. Like, yes, they're still adults, but I'm work going from teaching adults how to be adults to teaching adults how to keep themselves alive, essentially. So when people say that, like, they can't believe I'm working in my career at 24, it's like, I mean, I don't get it. Like, because to me, that, like I say, it's normal. And I love what I do, so I don't look at it as my career, I guess. Like, a lot of people tell me that they just worked jobs in their 20s, and then they didn't really start their career or figure out what they wanted to do for their career until their 30s, which is cool. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But I just felt like I always knew what I wanted to do. I always had said that social work was going to be my my plan B, and I'm glad that it was. I'm glad that I had to go with my plan B because I feel like I'm flourishing. Like, I enjoy working in my field at 24 years old. And when I say that it's normal, I feel like I have that oldest daughter syndrome that everybody is like getting accustomed to because I am the oldest. I always say that I have an older brother, but we were really just raised together. And so I'm technically biological. I'm the oldest um, of me and my younger brother. We are two years and two days apart. And being military and having a dad that was never home for the most part, having a mom who was flourishing in her career, because my mom is a physician's assistant. So that's a very demanding career as well. And so I felt like when I joke and say like, no, AJ's my kid, like that's my child. I sincerely mean that. And I think that's why I take on this more like overly responsible, overly independent role, because that's all that I knew growing up. Like I, like I say, I had a plan for myself. I knew what my life was supposed to look like. I, I knew what looking like having my ducks in a row was supposed to look like. And the fact that I'm having to learn to kind of be a sponge and be moldable is the most comfortable uncomfortable feeling like it makes me uncomfortable that I have to kind of budge on some things or be okay with some things not working out but it brings me so much comfort and I'm allowing myself to be uncomfortable to reach that level of comfort within myself within my life within my circles within my professional life like the whole nine and so I'm starting to realize that being the oldest daughter or having that oldest daughter syndrome is a real thing, but it can be not fixed, but I mean, essentially fixed. Like I don't have to always be on pins and needles. I don't always have to be like, have my head on a swivel. Should you to some degree? Absolutely. But like, damn, relax. Like it's okay to just fucking relax. And so... I also feel like that played a major part in like, I have a type A personality. Sometimes I'll be thinking it's my ADHD, but um, I do have a very type A personality. I like to be very organized. I like to keep my space clean, but I don't think it's more so of a control thing. I think it's more so it allows me to have, it, it makes me comfortable to know that I'm organized, that I have my ducks in a row, that if somebody asks me a question about something, like I have the answer, or I can at least say, I can get that answer for you or like having a clean space. I don't allow my space to get dirty 
Do I have my like depressive episodes every once in a while? Yes. But for the most part, keeping my space clean, like my house, my car, keeping it clean, keeping it stocked with stuff that makes me feel good, doing things that make me feel good, forcing myself to do my chores so my space doesn't get cluttered and doesn't bring me more anxiety. I don't feel like it's, I mean, I know it's type A, but for me, I don't know. It's just, if I'm already upset or like in a mood, I don't need my space to reflect that. Like, cause it's just going to piss me off even more. It's like, it's not helping me with whatever mood I'm in. So y'all, my coffee is the shit. I really need to invest in a microphone low key. Cause I just put y'all down because I'm on my phone and I'm starting to see like in when I listen back to my my episodes like I can hear like every little thing I was doing so I was hoping coming in my room would help with the movement because I'm just sitting up in my bed looking out the window I did go open up all my windows to bring some natural light in the house but anyways going back to what I was saying about having a type a personality I just feel like <clears throat> I would rather keep my shit in order have some type of order to my life so that way when it does get chaotic or when I do allow myself to be a little bit more relaxed in my day-to-day routine, it's like it doesn't take a whole song and dance to get back to my organization, to to get back to my my house cleanliness. Um, So... I don't know. I feel like that oldest daughter syndrome and type A personality go hand in hand, but we working on it because I'm starting to become very relaxed and just being able to enjoy life experiences, whatever life throws at me. It's just like, okay, fuck it. Like I'll never forget. I used to have the most tire issues in Dallas and anybody who knew me when I was living in Dallas, because I lived in Dallas, what, three years, whoever knew me when I was living in Dallas, when I had Storm, which was my little Dodge Dart, I miss my baby. I now have a, my cute black mom SUV that I've always wanted. And I was blessed enough to be able to get on my own right before I moved. But anybody who knew me in Dallas and knew me in Storm, that car gave me hell. Like the tires on that thing gave me fucking hell. Do you hear me? And so one day I had came to visit. It, as a matter of fact, it was the week that I came to visit my brother and stay with my brother to come apartment look back in 2021. I was in Houston five fucking minutes. Had made it all the way to Houston, y'all. All the way to Houston. That's why I say the devil be working overtime sometimes. I made it all the way to Houston. Had parked at my brother's. My best friend texted me and said, let's go to brunch. And I said, okay, bet. So we went to snooze. I shit y'all not. On my way to snooze, getting on the highway, because I was, I think I was, yeah, he lived downtown off of what he went. When he first moved, he lived off of Westheimer, downtown. I literally made that left to get on the highway, leaving downtown, and my tire fucking popped. On storm. On the way to me going to get brunch. And what did I do? No, I didn't pull over on the side of the road and wait. No, I drove to my destination and then caught the tow truck. And I was like, damn. So, But I like literally went in and ate brunch and called my insurance for them to come pick my car up because I had been through it before. I had been, I think I've had, I had storm towed like four or five times on tires alone. And I was telling my mom about it. 
after it was all like everything had kind of calmed down because it was my first day and like I knew I had appointments to go apartment look so I'm like no I need my car and then obviously I need to get back home and so she was like I think you are really starting to calm down because the old you when you lived in Dallas would have had a whole meltdown screaming and hollering cussing and fussing crying doing this that and she was like and today you just call the insurance you knew what to do you're very calm I'm like because at this point like it has to get done like that's part of being an adult like you know what they say like when you're really in a good mood your car start fucking up like your car always knows when you're in a good mood and so I had the finances to get it fixed Luckily, I was in a city where my best friend, my brother, and at the time my ex was visiting his sister. He so I had the the help that I needed to get around because literally I think I was without a car for one day and I was here for a week. So or like I was real bad, which I'm kind of glad I have the the key fob that I have now cuz it won't my car won't lock with the key in it. And so I lock I used to lock my key in my car all the time cuz my other key was a a key start. It wasn't a push to start like my truck is now. And so I used to lock my keys in the car all the time. So as long as I had my phone, I would call my mom and get all the insurance information because the insurance information will be in the glove box in the, in the locked car where my key was. And she was like, and one day I had done it when I got home, I literally got all the way home and locked my keys in the car. I think I had left the gym, went home and not only did I lock my keys in the car, but it had my house key on it too. So I was just standing outside waiting on the tow truck. And she was like, I'm just so proud of you because you have come to a place in life where you just deal with the bullshit. And I'm like, because you, it has to be dealt with anyway. So why work myself up when I'm going to have to do it anyway? Like all that energy I'm spending, getting upset and doing the most like, okay. But at the end of the day, you still have to be an adult and get your keys out of your fucking car. So we're just going to do that and just chill in the driveway until, and luckily it was one day that I was off because I used to work four tens and have Fridays off. So I didn't have class. I didn't have an internship that day. Like I didn't have anything else to do. So it's just like, okay, well, we're just going to sit here and wait for the locksmith and um, we're going to go on about our day. But it's just like shit like that. That makes me realize that like, I'm starting to become the most laid back adult that I can be which differs from where I used to be when I was like 19, 20, 21, which is barely an adult. But, you know, by the state of Texas, I was grown. So I was a fucking adult. But I just, I can't get myself worked up. Like, I don't even allow myself to get worked up over certain shit. Like, yes, I have internal anxiety about certain shit and I get very overwhelmed very fast. But for the most part, I just don't let shit bother me. Like, it's going to get done eventually, so I might as well do it at my pace, do it how I want, do it the right way, take my time. And yeah, like, that's all I got today, y'all. I feel like that ended on a very abrupt note, but that's all I got. We're at 34 minutes. And I want y'all to tell me, do y'all like the longer podcast? Because I really like long podcasts. Like, I'll listen to a podcast on the way to the gym while I'm at the gym, typically when I'm doing cardio. If I'm lifting, definitely got to hear some ratchet shit. But on my days that I just do cardio or like when I'm doing cardio for a warm up, I'll listen to a podcast. I'll hook my phone up to my little mini speaker in the house and listen to a podcast in the morning instead of watching TV. I'm just not a TV bitch. Like I'll turn the TV on and let it play 
or like let it watch me. But for the most part, I don't really watch TV. I do like to watch my little YouTube girlies every once in a while. But for the most part, no. Like my TV's on right now and it's muted. And it's just been on all morning. I haven't been watching it. But damn, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. But y'all let me know if y'all like the longer podcast or shorter podcast because I... I like both, but I'm also the same way with vlogs. Like I was telling my best friend the other day, I typically won't watch a vlog unless it's at least 30 minutes long. But then there are some days like if I'm just cleaning up around the house or something, I'll put on a short vlog just to have background noise. And it kind of lets me set a timer for myself to clean up. So y'all let me know. But this is going to be the end of this episode about adulting in my 20s. I don't know what I want next week's episode to be about because I feel like I want to branch out a little bit, but I don't know what, I don't know how. And if you played or listened to all of last week's episodes, you do know that I am entertaining, not getting a co-host, but having a guest. My man always tells me, you know, you got to get a co-host, you know, "Mm, no, there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot of single podcasters, but they have guests on. So I'm being very strategic about it. I want to take my time and kind of do it the right way. So when I do start having guests, it'll flow, it'll be organic, it'll be with people that I love. And I don't think it'll be like every episode type of thing. But I don't know, because there's this one podcaster that I listen to, she does like a solo episode, and then she does an episode with a guest every week. So she has two episodes a week. And I don't think I'm gonna do all that. But I do think like every other week have a guest or like once a month do a guest or I don't know, y'all. Y'all let me know. But I love y'all. I hope y'all have the best fucking week ever. Um, I think I'm going to have some good updates come next next week's episode because I have a lot going on this week. I need to start getting ready for my trip. Like I said, I'm going to pick up my dress um, after it gets altered this week. I have my hair appointment and yeah, I need to start packing the whole nine. So updates to motherfucking come but i hope y'all have a great week i love you i love you i love you and i will see you next sunday thank you for listening to this episode of pretty girl vibes i post weekly episodes every sunday and if there's a specific topic you would like me to run my mouth about let me know in the comments or over on my social media don't forget to subscribe to my channel and tell everyone you know about the vibes we enjoy over this way my channel will always be linked in the show notes and make sure you are following the podcast instagram at pretty girl vibes underscore podcast as well as my personal instagram at a underscore which are also linked in the show notes love you and see you next week yeah.